This podcast is part of the No Phony Podcast Network, the home of independent awesomeness. I could say something as simple as, I cats, and help beep out the... Ray, that's terrible. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that might even be illegal in Ohio. Once again, it's time for the idiots. An objective defense of the 80s. From a couple of idiots. Welcome back to another episode of The Idiots, an objective defense of 1980s pop culture from a couple of idiots. My name's Will, and joining me as always is my friend, and he's also my co-host. His name is Ray. What's up, dude? Hello, everybody. Here we go. Yeah, and hello every, to everyone out there listening to the podcast, and hello to everyone listening right now as we record it live on Facebook. That's a thing, yep. right? Oh, no. That's what we're doing. We're on the Facebook. Are you conserving your energy for the trivia portion? Well, as usual, you know, it's later in the day. I don't eat a lot. Mm-hmm. And I drink a lot. Mm-hmm. So I got I to gotta get my energy level back up again. So Have you eaten an ice cream sandwich today? Or have you had you more to eat than that? I have. I had a muffin today. Okay. I had some White Castle sliders. Oh, that's good stuff. I had some chip and dip. Okay. And I had an ice cream cone. Hmm. So I ate way more today than the last time we talked. You know, I know you've eaten other food before because, you know, certainly we've gone to oh, dinner. Yeah, yeah. And we've, we've gone to dinner and stuff. Yeah. But if I didn't know, this is the same diet you had in high school. Like it hadn't changed. Actually, I think in high school, I mostly just ate Doritos, to be mm. honest with you. Dorito diet. You know. Oh, and, and dry oatmeal. <laughs> I was trying to remember what it was. That yeah. was, it sounded <laughs> terrible. Yes. If you're listening to the podcast for the first time, uh, we usually have a topic uh, that we examine, uh, that we discuss, something related to the 1980s, you know, in in the vein of movies or music or TV. Uh, But today we are taking a break from that uh, as we prepare to speak with two uh, 1980s icons uh, later this week. We're speaking with someone on Wednesday and then someone else on the weekend, Uh, but more on that uh, after 80s news, right? Okay, so hey, today on the show, Ray is challenging me, and we're going to bring in a competitor, right? Just that mm-hmm. fight your way in, fight your way out situation. Yeah, this is a Thunderdome situation. Thunderdome situation. To what Ray is describing as Ray's impossible trivia. That's right. Now, what I describe it as is Ray's revenge. <laughs> because anybody who listens to this show knows you've been planning this for some time now. You've been threatening it. Mm-hmm. You're sick of me asking you questions that you're not prepared for. Yeah. So it sounds to me by your description, you put together some questions that I could not possibly prepare for. That is correct. Unless you know everything there is to know about every person who ever lived. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with the eighties either. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is all eighties Com- completely. Everything's in the eighties. All right. So, Hey, before we, Oh, Oh, and the most exciting part of this, right. Is if you're in the Facebook live chat room right now, you're going to be able to compete too. So if you have an answer to one of these impossible questions and you type your comment before other folks, you'll get a point and so on and so forth. Somebody will get more points than somebody else. We hope. Well, you don't even know the rules yet. So, so I'll explain how you win once we get to the game. Even the rules are impossible. Yes. Even the rules are messed up. So, all right. Hey, before we do any of those things, let's get caught up on 80s news. Okay, in 80s news, hey, this is from the 80s. I know you know who Tony Hawk is more so than I do. Mm-hmm. 
Tony Hawk just recently announced that he is renaming a move that was created in 1981. He said, for, for nearly 40 years, we've shamelessly referred to a particular trick that they created as the, quote, mute grab. In 1981, it was created, though, however, by someone named Chris Weddle, who they believed at the time to be mute, because he said very little or next to nothing. The fact that they referred to it as mute grab after this person in that way, Tony admits was, you know, something that they only did because they were young and, you know. Yeah, he's, uh, he's currently doing research on a lot of the tricks, where they come from and all that. And so when doing research with this one, he talked to him and, and found out that, uh, yeah, they were all a bunch of buttholes for naming it that. So he's going to make it right now. So Tony, yes, as, as Ray suggests, recently approached Chris and said, hey, what should we call this? Because we want to do right. We want to make up for what we did in our, as Tony says, our naive youth. And Chris Weddle you know, clarified that he's not, in fact, mute. He's, in fact, deaf. But he doesn't want it to be called the, the deaf heir. Uh, uh, grab either. Well, actually, he said he was okay with Def or the Weddle. Oh, okay. He was okay with both, but Tony Hawk decided that it was better to just call it the, the Weddle Grab, at it being respectful. So the move from 1981 has now been renamed after Chris Weddle as the Weddle Grab. I like this story. This is a feel-good story. It is a feel-good story. I wish I knew, I guess. I, I even read, read a description about this move. I still can't. I'm not still exactly sure what he's talking about. Well, after you get off uh, the show, oh, just no. look it up on YouTube. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. After I get off the show, we'll meet in the street <laughs> between our houses. <laughs> I know I have a skateboard. My daughter oh, has. Oh, man. I got one out in my garage, too. Yeah. What do you need? You need a half pipe to get air? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You got to get air. Oh, we got to build a ramp. I got plenty of plywood in the garage mm. and two by fours. These roofs are pretty steep. Oh, boy. Maybe we could get mm. up on the roof and try it. When you say we. Uh, yeah. Yeah, me and you. Mm-hmm. That's wee wee. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Okay. Wee wee, monsieur. In other 80s news, yet another sequel to a beloved 80, 80s film is coming. And yet again, I'm wondering why we have learned uh, two bits of information regarding the uh, upcoming Tron. I guess we learned a confirmation that, in fact, yes, Tron 3 is moving forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the bit of news that we learned, well, I guess we also knew, although I don't think we've ever talked about it, is that Jared Leto is the star of it. Yeah. I don't know. This bums me out already. I'm not a huge, I'm not a fan, uh, really. I guess I'm not a fan of Jared Leto. Uh, he's okay. I just, I don't like them doing a third Tron. The yep. second one wasn't great. Yeah. So I'm not excited about this one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping it just goes away. I was excited about the second one. I tried watching it, couldn't get through it. I saw it in the theater. Oh, and he never goes to, he rarely goes to the theater. I really wanted to see that movie and I was... Yep disappointed <laughs> yeah the effects with jeff daniels the, the the young version that was hard to watch i didn't mind the effects oh yeah i didn't like the way he acted the character mm. in the in the second one jeff jeff uh jeff daniels jeff yeah, he bridges was, i mean jeff bridges yeah jeff was more like a hippie dude it, it made no sense the character was completely different mm. in the second one it just made no sense and i love the original i think the original is a classic mm-hmm that thing should be in that Library of Congress. It might very well be. Isn't breaking in there? <laughs> yeah, but... So we learned from Jared Leto's Twitter that uh, it seems like the subtitle of the film is Tron Ares, because that was posted, and then just a few minutes after, that disappeared. <laughs> well, hopefully he's been replaced already. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> well, it came... He, he re- So he posted that he was uh, something about, yes, I, I'm, I can confirm I am starring in Tron Ares. And then that disappeared and it came back and said, yes, I confirm, 
I am starring in Tron, Tron 3 or something huh. like that. No, thank you. Maybe I would go if a couple things. One, the effects were better. And also, can we get Cindy Morgan in it? You know, they were bringing back some of the old characters. Can we have a Laura and Yuri, you know, return? I think, was Bruce Boxleitner in the last one? I don't think so. All right, let's get them back. They're around. They're acting. I think you got to have the you got to have the 1980s effects. That too. It's got to look like that or Yeah. It's just not going to be good. Yeah. Because in the original the acting was good and the effects were meh, they were 80s effects. Yeah. And then they did acting in the newer one with better effects, but it just didn't work. <laughs> As the effects got better, the acting got worse. The acting always gets worse in the story too, I guess. The the more special effects and CG they use, the worse these actors get. Mm. They just depend on explosions and goblins running around. Well, maybe it's just harder because they're acting against so much blue screen and nothing. Uh, I don't know. Although the, ori- the original was like that too, actually. You know, they were ent- acting in an Dude, empty room too. I go to then. work every day and act like I'm happy to be there. <laughs> in an empty room. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, right? Because you got like half your staff there, so it is kind mm-hmm. of empty. <laughs> At my day job as a full-time podcaster. Yes, of course. Yes. So, okay. So another 80s news, and this comes from the New York Post, and they write, whoa, whoa, because they're referring to leaked screen tests from Bill and Ted's excellent adventure show us a very young looking Keanu Reeves and a young looking Alex Winter hemming it up as they're auditioning for their, these icon, the, the iconic roles they'll ultimately play. And it's kind of cool because you actually see Alex Winter, although you only see Keanu Reeves in one clip, you see Alex Winter acting opposite a bunch of potential Ted's, including uh, Pauly Shore yeah. and uh, <laughs> and Matt Adler, who we know he was in the Teen Wolf. Uh, he was in something else later when he was older, but he was in Teen Wolf. He played the young, he was a younger guy that was hanging yeah. out with them. I really like these audition tapes. Yep. I wish we could get more of these from more movies. Yeah. Because this, this was fun. I like that stuff. It, it it was interesting to see like, like you know, Keanu Reeves' Ted is uh, more aggressive. Mm-hmm. In the film, he's, you know, very laid back. In this one, he's really aggressive and really manhandling, you know, yeah. Bill. Well, as we all know, uh, Alex is the star of those movies. Yes, absolutely. That's why, that's why it's Bill and Ted. <laughs> right. Can we wrap up the 80s news then and get to some trivia? All right, sure. Why not? All right. That was the 80s news. Nice. Dun, 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 dun. This guy's anxious to get on with trivia. Okay, so hey. But, be- <laughs> but before we get to 80s trivia, some production notes what? here. Production notes. Production notes. I said earlier that we were going to announce two 1980s icons that will be on the show in the next few weeks. So that's that's what I want to do. Let them know. Including, you might have heard of this guy, composer Harold Faltermeyer. Mm -hmm. Not only did he compose the score for many films throughout the 1980s, among those, he's created some of the most iconic, most recognizable themes from 1980s films, right? Including... Axel F. from Beverly Hills Cop, of course, right? And I've got another one in mind. In short, yes, he did Fletch. Um, that's right. And again, he did a number of things, but there's themes that leap, leap out. One other one. Can you think of what it was? Now I'm turning trivia around on you. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop is Axel F. Right. Can you name the other movie for which he wrote? And then he did Beverly Hills Cop 2. Ah. We were looking what? for Top Gun. Uh, he wrote the, uh, that, uh, you know, memorable... Top Gun theme. Oh, mm-hmm. and oh, also, yeah. Who's that other guy we're going to talk yes, to? Yes, next week we're going to be talking to the star of Bill and Ted's Excellent mm-hmm. Adventure, the absolute star, as Ray just said, the star. As I've said for weeks. That's true. Alex Winter will be on our show next week. Well, we're talking to him next week. We'll be he'll be on the show the week after. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so that's all the show notes. And so, yeah, I'll let you take over. We'll, um, I don't know if you want to explain about our... Uh, well, you got to get Henderson in here. And so here to compete with me per Ray's instructions, uh, please welcome back to the show, John Henderson. Hey, John. Hey. What's up, Johnny? All right, so what's the idea here, Ray? Why are we bothering poor John? I picked John because he's now a part of the podcast team. Right. So, And that, uh, we like that. So we brought him on to embarrass him a little <laughs> bit. See, he's got the shirt. Oh, gosh, I feel like I should change now. Yeah. Atari works. That's right. And John, Ray was saying, you know, you got to prove your your medal here. But I, that's like, didn't John do that like months ago? Isn't that why he's on the team in the first place? But no, apparently I think that's not. how I got the shirt. <laughs> that's, that's how you got the shirt. <laughs> right. All right. Okay, Ray. Sorry. All right. How are we going to do right, this? So the first round is celebrities. All right. I'm going to give you clues mm. and you have to guess the celebrity. Okay. Each celebrity has four clues. The first one is worth four points, okay. and they descend from there. Yep. If whoever it, whoever celebrity it is, like if it's Will's, if you mm-hmm. can't get it in the four clues I give you, yep. the other person can steal it to get one point. All right. All right. Here we go. Round one. I yep. I am thinking of a number. Mm-hmm. Whoever gets the closest to it, one to ten, goes first. Mm-hmm. I know what it is. Right. It's not fair. I know. I could read your thoughts. Uh, well, then I'm going to go with six. Mm. You would think it was six. Five. Five. It was three. So mm. Will's up. All right. See, I thought it might be three or four. Are you well, ready? three is the magic number. That's right. Yes, it is. All right, Well, You ready? Yes. The four-point question. Okay. He was a star pitcher and shortstop. For you are terrible. You're a terrible, team. horrible human. <laughs> you know, see, look, again, this is Ray's revenge. We could just call this Ray's revenge. These are the categories. This is common knowledge. I can tell you common right now. Knowledge. It's going to be sports. Like- it's going to be, uh, uh, what else? It's going to be punk rock, quit, thrash, quit metal, heavy metal. Quit complaining and answer the question. And he's going to ask questions that he knows John knows the answer to. He brought John on to embarrass his co-host. Once again, mm. not looking out for me. Like that whole Taylor Dane thing over again. All right. Okay. <laughs> what was it? What is it again? He was a star pitcher and mm-hmm. shortstop for his high school baseball team. Mm. Mm. And a shortstop. All right, so he did one of those things. Um, I'll say Dr. K. That is incorrect. All right. Your second clue for, you can still, you can. Oh, it's still for me? Oh, boy. Really? It doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be me. Yeah, see, he doesn't even understand how this works. I mean, come on, Will. You get four clues before I get a chance to steal. Right. Just could John get the next one? All right. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. For three points. And John's going to get all the Beastie Boys and hip hop questions. I guarantee (laughs) that's how he did this. (laughs) Calm down. His birth name is Carlos. John looks like he knows it already. Um, I have an idea, but I don't know that it's the mm, actual name. I, look, I want to even guess, but I'm not even sure I can come up with enough uh, players' names to guess. Hmm. All right, next clue. Come on, two points. We can get it for two. All right, this is for two points. He allegedly sexually assaulted oh, Corey boy. Haim in 1986. Ooh. I got you now. All right, Corey Haim. I, I know who this is. I don't think. This is Charlie Sheen. Two points to Will. Oh, man, that's just terrible. Is this how it's going to go? What are you talking about? Yeah, this is how it's going to go, man. Is every second second clue going to be a a crime? (laughs) (laughs) No, sometimes the first one is. Uh, Like right now. Are you ready, John? Yes. All right. For the four points, he was arrested in 1989 for assaulting a security guard in a Vancouver hotel room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs> and I guess Will knows this one. 
No, I don't. Oh, I just okay. I'm amused by Ray. Arrested. That's why we have a show together. He amuses me. <laughs> Eighty nine for assaulting uh, David Lee Roth. That is incorrect. Okay. That's a good one. For three points, he was cast as a lead in 1986's Thrashing, but was later replaced by its producer. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, Tony Hawk? That is not correct. Okay. For two points, he appeared as Jack Marshall in 1985's Private Resort. Oh, Johnny Depp. That is correct. <laughs> Dang! I'm like, I know I've seen Private Resort. That one I can figure out. Yeah, nice. <laughs> now I realize I got the softball one. What are you talking about? That was pretty easy. Private Resort? No, this is... <laughs> That's like, uh, what was that movie that Kevin Matson mentioned? Uh, that class Which of 84. One? Class of 1984. Yeah. Dude, so I bet John's seen that movie. Class of 1984 or just class? Yeah. yeah. From class, class of, class of, of no, 1984. class of 1984. Maybe I've seen it. Yeah. The punks are yeah. a bunch of hoodlum rapists, bad people. Yeah, I'm sure I've seen it. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen it back in the day. All right, well, yeah. are you ready? Sure. Are you confident? No. No. <laughs> I'm confident you're going to do whatever it takes to make me look like a fool. All right, well, then let's do it. <laughs> let's get to it. At some points, he weighed yeah. as much as 375 pounds. At some points. That's, see, okay, so some people get thrown out of there. 375. Um, King Kong Bundy. No. For three points. All right. He provided the voices for multiple characters in the 1981 animated movie, Heavy Metal. I know oh, this one. Okay. Dang it. All right, all right. All Sorry. Right, all right, all right. <laughs> Anyway, no on, pressure. I've got this. 370 feet. He's going to steal it if you Some don't get voice, it. He was a large fellow. What was it? He did he, he did multiple voices, you said? Yes. For heavy metal? He was multiple characters' oh. voices in the 1981 animated movie Heavy Metal. Orson Welles. That is incorrect, sir. Oh. For, for two points. He made a cameo in 1988 in the movie She's Having a Baby as Chet which is also his character from his 1988 movie. I'm going to say John Candy. That is correct. He did voices in heavy metal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not remember that. I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I thought there were some like legitimate voice actors in that film. He is a legitimate voice actor. Well, well they were mostly like actual actor actors. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I don't remember. But I kept you from getting one point. <laughs> you, did, you did. You didn't see it. <laughs> I saw it like in 1985, probably. Oh, yeah. such a good movie. And only that one time. Maybe we'll put that on a list of stuff to watch this summer. Now we're good. Are you sure? <laughs> Try it. After class of 1984. Yeah, well, right. there's a lot of movies we got to get to that we can laugh our way through and eat popcorn. All right, John. He is the godfather of Indio Downey. <laughs> John's eyes popped out of his head. <laughs> The Godfather of Indio Downey. Well, that's got to be um, Anthony Michael Hall. That is correct. <laughs> Holy cow. What? Boom. That's a four-pointer. I literally watched Johnny B. Good last night. There you go. For no reason. <laughs> <laughs> For a good reason, because that is an excellent movie. But why, why would you go to Anthony Michael Hall, like straight to Anthony Michael Hall? Because they were... They were inseparable in the early 80s. Yes, they Is were. Is that when she was born? Johnny B. Good. You got, they were on Saturday Night Live together, the 
terrible. I mean, sure, but okay. Forget it existed mm-hmm. season, but yes. Yeah. All right. That's very smart. All right. You ready, Will? Yeah. He was a guest color commentator for a Chicago mm-hmm. Cubs game on April 17th, 1987. That's tough. Chicago Cubs? Yep. All right, I'm going to say Bill Murray. That is correct. Yes! <laughs> Eden Henderson. I'm glad you're right. proud of that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not proud of what I said to you. That's okay. All right, Johnny. You ready? Mm-hmm. He dated Sarah Jessica Parker for seven years. Ah. Before he married her? <laughs> oh, oh, yes. This, is a trick. this might be a trick. It could be a trick. Because mm, they've is, been is, together is, for a long time. I'm I'm going to go with Matthew Broderick. That's incorrect. Okay. All mm. right. He was a part of the 1985 SNL cast. Yeah, I know this one. Ah. Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Anthony <laughs> Michael Hall. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. That is correct. Okay. Nice. He gets the three. All right. So that's the end of round one. And right now we have, it's Will has eight, and it appears that John has nine. What? Hey. This is how it works, man. I think that appears wrong. Now, I told you guys to have paper and pencil ready, right? Yes. So I'm going to tell you four things I need you to write at the top of the page. Make sure you leave yourself plenty of room. (laughs) It's like the SATs? Yes. All right, you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Born in the USA, Thriller, 1984, and Appetite for Destruction. You got those wrote down, fellas? There are 42 songs on those four albums. You now have two minutes Mm. to write down as many as you possibly can and go. Oh, good Lord. Uh, Are you kidding? (laughs) How are you going to judge this? Every song is a point. How are you going to judge this? Because I got the goddamn list in front of me of the songs on the albums. All right. Well, it's going to be, I'm going to have a very short list. So that's probably fun. I figured as much. So far, my two songs I wrote down are Born in the USA and Thriller. (laughs) I'm hoping that Guns N' Roses had a song called Appetite for Destruction. Well, it looks like John's kicking your ass over there because he's focused Mm -hmm. and you're over there just talking to me about what you Mm -hmm. don't know. You know a lot of songs on these albums. I know you do. I know, but I'm not good under You're a stupid DJ. You're just a dumb DJ who forgot everything he knew about DJ. I'm kind of putting all my eggs in one basket. (laughs) Oh, that's smart. I'm betting it's a thriller basket. That's the trick to this one. If you try to focus on all four albums, you're not going to win. You got to focus on the album you know the best. I think I've written down every song I know, which is about 10. I think you're going to be upset when you find out. Some of these might be on some other albums (laughs) and maybe by some other artists even. Well, you know, if you wrote down, don't go chasing waterfalls, you're (laughs) probably not getting a point in this round. All right, that's it. You're done. All right. What do you got? All right. Shouldn't the man in the lead go first or the man no. behind go first? All right, let's let's do you first, Will, because you probably got All like right. three <laughs> songs on there anyway. <laughs> three right. I wrote down a few, but probably three right. All right, born in the... I wasn't kidding. Born in the USA. Correct. All right, I'll try to go with albums at one time just to save you the All trouble. Right, what else you got on that one? Uh, Dancing in the Dark. That is correct. Glory Days. That is also correct. That's all for that album. Okay. Thriller is Thriller. Uh, Beat It. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> You got? Yeah. Billy Jean. Okay. He's doing pretty good, John. PYT. Yeah. Yeah. Say You Say Me. Say You Say Me. Say Me You Say Me. That ain't on that album. That's not what I meant to write. Say 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 is what I wrote. That's not on that album. All right. Well, hey, I'm wrong. 
I didn't say they were all right. <laughs> Is that minus minus a point? I should. I sh- well, we'll see. We'll right, see how the right. point totals end up. But I'm going right. to write that as a minus at the top in case. <laughs> That's probably good in case you just throw stuff in, against the fan. In here. case I need to uh, punish him at the end of okay. this. All right. Uh, see, this is what it's all about, folks. Yeah. All right. In 1984, I got Jump. Mm-hmm. Panama. Yep. Uh, that's it. Okay. Appetite. I've got uh, Welcome to the Jungle. Mm-hmm. Sweet Child of Mine. Yep. Uh, Paradise City. All right. So you got that's 12 it. songs out of a possible 42. If this was school, <laughs> abject failure, you would still be in the ninth grade next year. Yes, I'd be left behind. Unless but- we're grading on a curve. <laughs> <laughs> so Will has 20 points right now. Oh, you just get a one for one. All right. Yeah, I, I told you it was 42 possible points. So, Johnny, what do we got there, buddy? Yeah. Um, well, I got born in the USA. Yep. And then... Uh, I don't know how I missed Dancing in the Dark, but I went with Born to Run, which I think was much earlier than that. Uh, yeah, that's not on the album. So Yeah, it was in the 70s. Um, and then uh, Thriller, I went with Thriller. Mm-hmm. Billy Jean. Yep. Beat It. Yep. PYT. We got the yep. same ones there. And mm. I know there are more songs on that album. There are more songs <laughs> on that album. <laughs> that's like 10 more songs. Yeah. Uh, but not good ones, but not good ones. None of them are good. 1984, I totally blanked on that one. Oh no yeah i know all i could see was the the macintosh ad at the super bowl <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's and then uh appetite for destruction i was hoping that was the name of one of the songs that is not correct okay <laughs> but then i got dr feelgood that's incorrect oh no mr brownstone that's, mr brownstone is correct and welcome mm. to the jungle that is correct also yeah. so that only gives you 16 points. Yeah. You guys pretty much took care of Born in the USA because that album's crap. I don't care for it. I threw it on there to mess with you guys. Thriller, I think you guys did really well with that one. The only one that I could think that was important that you missed was maybe Human Nature. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good song. And then 1984, uh, you missed Hot for Teacher. Oh, of course. The greatest goddamn song ever written. Yes. Hot for Teacher. I should subtract 50 points from both of you <laughs> for not remembering Hot for Teacher was on that album. But I'm not going to. One. I won't. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you're welcome. And then, yeah, Appetite. Um, I can't believe you guys don't know every song off this one, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you guys did good, so... But, unfortunately, Will came out on top. Yeah. Again. So, <laughs> yeah. So, John, sorry, you're not on the team anymore. Uh, all right. really, which really w- winds up being hurtful to us, Ray. I don't know why you wanted to do this. I didn't know it was an elimination. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we could have done this in like the same room, you guys would have yep. been in a Thunderdome. <laughs> Pricey. And you could have actually, you'd had to fight each other to get the mm. questions. Oh, cool. Would we get the cool Benji? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so yes. to get a question, you would have had to punch the other person, and then oh, I would give you the question. I see. <laughs> but because of coronavirus, I couldn't set up the Thunderdome and get everybody in the same mm-hmm. room. So it kind of ruined my mm-hmm. whole two-man enter, mm-hmm. one-man leave concept to this trivia game. Yes. But next time, Thunderdome. Will doesn't look happy. <laughs> he doesn't. I think he's mad because right. this episode is like 12 minutes long. <laughs> I was checking the clock. Friend of mine just shamed me for it, oh, missing no. the songs from 1984. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. 
1984. I had a pause. I was like, wait, who's 1984? Mm-hmm. Uh, I same thing you with John. I was like, the book, the exactly. It totally ad- went by. Hmm. You tried to hang me up on that. You, look, not a hip hop record on this whole. There's, there's no. You think I was going to put a Beastie Boys album on this thing? Anything? Or you think I was going to go could with like uh, Public Enemy? Are you out of your mind? Could have it. Anything? I was setting you up to what about fail. some British New Wave. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Why not a Clash album, Ray? You know why. <laughs> what I was trying to do is figure out like what kind. I figured you were going to go to areas that I would be weak at. So like you know sports. Which you, you did that head fake with Mm-mm. that. First question, you know you did. You know what you did, right? And we know what you did. <laughs> I didn't know which one of you was going to get the first person. He could have had Charlie Sheen. Mm-hmm. And then he would have got it right. Yep. All right, so should we wrap up this, whatever it was? All right. I, I'll only at least say this much. I've learned nothing. Yeah, nobody learned nothing today. What I learned was, is that 1984 is an album by Van Halen. Which you should have already known. That Say 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 was not on Thriller. No. Now I got to look that up. All right, fine. We have proven. Right, so look. I've learned a lot of things. Beyond a shadow of a doubt that Hot for Teacher is the greatest song ever written, ah. and it was on the album 1984. There you go. Yes, that is what I learned as well. That's what we all learned today, which I already knew. Okay. And with that, we will. I, the next episode will not be me looking to now enact mm-hmm. revenge against Ray. No. Actually, the next episode will be speaking with Alex Winter of Bill and Ted. Yeah, so so that's, you have to wait to... That'll mess with make me. up for this humiliation. <laughs> All right. Humili- you and won. <laughs> How are you being humiliated? Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, you won. I do have a hard time finding the bright side of things. Don't He's I? got a weird way of being humiliated, doesn't he? <laughs> You're right. And I remember, you know, many years ago, you saying a comment to me, something like, why do you need a therapist? Because I said something about going to therapy. You're like, you have me. You have friends. Just talk to me. This is the kind of advice you'd get from Ray. Yeah, and what would I tell you every time? Just quit whining, ball it up in your gut, and move forward. Just just swallow it down. Shove it hey, down I, deep. Hey, and I don't even charge you anything for that advice. Mm-hmm. It's true. All right. And we will talk to you next time <laughs> on The Idiots. See ya. See ya.